Welcome to Let's Be Nerds. I'm your host, Stephen Jay, and today is episode number 43, and we are talking all about tech. Um, I think that this is something that is a pretty common thread among the cast members here. Uh, in some way or another, we are all inspired by or subscribe to the world of technology and the gadgets and gizmos that go along with it. So I'm interested to see what everybody has to say and what everyone wants to discuss. But before we get into that, I want to ask how everybody's doing. Gordo, how are you, buddy? Oh, I am physically and mentally exhausted, but I'm ready for the episode. Absolutely. That's how we got to do it. Dylan, how are you? I'm great. I have blueberries in hand and jasmine tea, so I'm ready to ramble. Can't beat that. Sounds like a wonderful combination. Eric, how are you, my friend? We're doing good tonight. I'm looking forward to this episode. It should be really fun. I'm excited, too. I'm glad that you were able to make it. I think you're going to have a lot of good input for for the episode. Yeah, I'll stir some stuff up. Absolutely. That's why you're here, buddy. Not before me. I see that only Eric is your good friend. <laughs> anyway, Gordon, why don't you go ahead and get us kicked off, All and right. uh, let's see what's going on in the world of tech. Oh, gladly. We have definitely gone over tech more times than I think I can count. Um, season one, we've talked about it two or three times, talking about the differences between Xbox and PlayStation, building your own PC compared to just buying one pre-built, and just in some multi-topics, just going over some general tech nerdiness and I feel today is going to be no different. Me and Eric, I think we're going to kick off here talking about uh, computers because I got my brand new uh, computer today, and I, I just really want to talk about computers and what I, you know, and learn what I don't know because Eric has a lot more experience than me. Is that right, Eric? Uh, I have a little bit of more experience. I mean, not to toot my own horn uh i have built my own computer but anybody can google anything so for saying that i know more than you do about certain things is kind of irrelevant because you can also google something also it's no secret it's on the internet well that's true and anyone can google anything but it's in all reality who the hell not even a minute in and i'm already swearing (coughs) who wants to Google something when they can just ask the person that they know who already knows what they're talking about. Exactly. And I think that's what my tech topic is going to be more about. But, um, yeah, let's actually get into your computer a little bit here because you've already sent us a picture, a little teaser spoiler there. I want to know a little bit more about your computer. Oh, it. I, I, can, I, I got the specifications right in front of me. Technically, it's not like the, you know, exact, you know what the motherboard is and all that but it's uh this the 
the size of this case is um, in millimeters, of course, as everyone knows, and I can't convert them in my head, but it's 467 millimeters long by 220 wide by 486 high. It's like about a good two and a half feet by two and a half feet with the width being about eight inches, just eyeballing it here. Nice. It is truly massive for how little is in it, but I purposely upgraded to a bigger case so that I, in the future I can upgrade when need be to keep up with the current trends and whatever will happen with computer and building in the future. Yeah, that's always a good idea. And this, this relatively, I say relatively small, this is a massive desktop. If you, most people, when they think of a desktop, they're thinking about that small one their mom or dad owned back in 2005 where it was one computer in the family room, just a small little pick up with one hand and could easily lift over your head. Yeah, this thing weighs, this package that I got weighed almost 50 pounds. Oh, yeah. It, yeah, computers nowadays are just insanely heavy, insanely big. I was truly in shock when I saw it. And the amount of uh, new style HDMI ports it came with, it has four of the, uh, what are they called? Like the um, Display port. Display ports, yeah, the new fashion display ports over the HDMI. Mm-hmm. Which... I, I'm not really a fan of because only um, one of my devices that I have has a display port and everything else is HDMI. And with how this computer is set up, the HDMI ports connected directly to the motherboard will not work for display. Um, it, they will only work for, honestly, I don't know what else they're used good for. Because um, you need to plug them straight into the... Uh, graphics card on this computer for it to display anything yeah that will be something with the uh, chipset of your motherboard you'll have to download and it's a special type of driver in order to activate those hdmi ports on your motherboard well i my thing did come with a small disc so that must be how i do that that's gonna be your best bet because um uh, like I said, mine was a, a homemade build, and I didn't spring for the CD-ROM drive, so I don't, I couldn't put in the boot disk that had all of the proper drivers for that motherboard and everything preloaded onto it. So I kind of had to dig around in the in the internet and the YouTube's to figure out which drivers to download. But uh, AMD and uh, Intel are are very good about supporting their products after purchase you know with the proper drivers you just go to their website and pretty much put in your specs of your computer and they're like oh yeah this is the exact download that you need to do and this is the walkthrough on how to do it after you download it that sounds so much easier than because obviously who gets a uh, deep where i bought from i buy power uh please sponsor um Yes, please. God, please. We would be so grateful. Even if it's just keyboards. We'll take keyboards. We don't need computers. We all got one. Um, yeah. No, no, no. They, I'll take a computer. Well, we all would take one, but, you know, that's asking for a lot right off the bat. Um, it They don't um, – they don't put DVD drives on their desktops anymore. 
that's just not something you can get through them. You have to install that yourself if you really need it. So I have a disk for a disk drive that doesn't that that, that I don't have on my computer. <laughs> oh, they they gave you the disk, but you didn't spring for the CD-ROM drive. <laughs> Yeah, so I'll be looking up on Intel going, putting in all my specs to find out exactly what I need to download and all that. But that's going to be an adventure for probably later tonight, quite honestly, um, with my half-off Valentine's Day chocolate and other candies because forever alone. I um, will interject here before we continue. I don't know what's wrong with uh, our... Um, handler Steve, he let three chaotic people control um, the podcast. I'm, on, I'm here. I'm supervising. Time. Oh, he is here. Oh, my bad. I'm, Jesus, I'm I didn't know he was listening. I'm still supervising. <laughs> I, we had to do the introduction. Though. That would have been a fun night. <laughs> I, I, I've been bamboozled. I must go. I think we weren't saying anything bad about him. Not yet. <laughs> Okay, so he's still listening, but still, he he is pre otherwise preoccupied in allowing us to run this 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 business, um, which I guess we we'd have to do eventually. It's inevitable, but um, so I I do have a question for you, Eric. Does does your computer light up? Does it have the fancy colors and all that? It does. So it does. it's begrudging on my end. <laughs> um. Whenever I was building uh, my Frankenstein, as I call it, it was my first computer that I was putting together, and put my the goal master was Master Chief in the computer. <laughs> yeah, it was. It's the same case as I, I shared with you guys, but it was every used component I could find on like Facebook Marketplace. Like, <laughs> oh, I loved it. So it's it's a total Frankenstein build, and I, I put it together. It was under five hundred bucks. And it rocked hard. It was great. It was super quick. The graphics card sucked, but it was a free card. You know, I started out with a, a 660 uh, GTX, and then I later on upgraded to a 960 GTX. Both of those were for free. Uh, they came from junk computers. And then uh, I was like, all right, you know, I'm going to buy myself a real graphics card. And I bought myself a 5700 XT AMD Sapphire. And it's overclocked. It's ridiculous. It's got three fans. It's massive. It weighs as much as one of my children. And <laughs> it was just over the top for what my computer actually was at the time. Like, I had to use, like, bits of fishing line to hold the graphics card up from breaking <laughs> the port. <laughs> it was so damn big. But uh, it ran into issues... Uh, communicating properly with the motherboard and my CPU. So I was like, well, damn, I guess I have to build another computer. And uh, that's what I did. I I went all out and bought another computer. I, I built it all, you know, picked out all these components on a, a website that I trust and slapped it all together and uh, it worked out great. And that's where I sit now. And I'll bore you with the specs on those later. But We will definitely be going over your specs because I've shared mine plenty of times. But something I want to ask you, Eric, is uh, are you a Intel or um, the other brand? I can't. I honestly cannot remember exactly what it is, so I'm sorry. Intel and AMD. I wasn't sure. That's what I thought it was. But which, which do you prefer to use? And if you wouldn't mind explaining a little bit why that is. My first CPU was an Intel. It was a 
Ryzen 7, or uh, an i7 uh, 2700K, something along those lines, because Intel has to name their CPUs really strangely. Yeah, but, they uh, it, it was a great processor. I enjoyed using it. It was very quick, very powerful. I, I liked it, even though it was pretty out of date. Um, it was just whatever came with that motherboard and that RAM off of the marketplace. Because, like I said, it was a Frankenstein build. Whatever I could throw together. Um, but after doing some research, I found AMD is comparable in performance and slightly cheaper. So I kind of lean towards the AMD side just because I I like to challenge myself and do a budget type build for everything I do. Okay. Yeah, you know, whether it's computers or magic cards. <laughs> but um I don't think I'm really one way or the other. If you were to give me a uh an i9 processor, you know, one of the new 10th gens, of course I'd take that. I'd buy a whole new motherboard and slap that bad boy in and use that. But it's whatever comes down the pipe, whatever's on sale, whatever's a good deal, I'm going to upgrade to that. I'm going to buy that. You know, I'm I'm really not a slave to a brand. And uh, yeah, NVIDIA for their graphics cards are very good. They're very powerful. Uh, they're comparable to AMD and vice versa. It It's just, I, I like to look at it more in the, what's your budget? What are you looking to get out of the computer? Okay. You know? Yeah, and, uh, I, I, uh, I, I, yeah, sorry, um, no, I, I fully understand what you're saying, though, because when I was looking into buying mine, I bought mine pre-built, I didn't buy mine and put it together, I, too nervous to do that kind of stuff, I would probably break something, no, um, all good. I, uh, myself looked into mostly Intel, because I know Intel is better at multitasking, which is something I do a lot while we are recording this podcast and many other things. I normally have, as anyone who's seen the New Year's Eve special can attest, over 30 tabs open at any given time on my uh, browser, which apparently some people don't like, and I started to use bookmarks. But yeah. I stab you. We haven't, Dylan, quiet. Um, But I... uh. I was looking into uh, Intel and uh, the uh, lovely, lovely RTX. I have a 3060 in mine, um, which I had to... I, I paid, I think, just uh, $100 more to upgrade to that, which was, in my opinion, a good that's deal a no from a 260 to a 360 or whatever. Yeah, that's a no-brainer. And so... Uh, I, I was, but then again, what I'm going to be using mine for is a lot of gaming, but I normally have like seven games open at once. So I wanted something that would be able to handle multiple applications open, switching back and forth with relative ease and not really having to fully close down a game in order to run efficiently two or three other games that might need me to keep them open to farm and do other activities. Because, mm -hmm. like, Minecraft, I mean, like you got to keep that open 24-7. Oh, yeah. Craft all day and night, baby. 
God, that sounded so weird. I'm sorry, everyone. I'm just going to apologize now. It's a safe space, don't worry. I know, I but... I cringed a little, I'm sorry. It's I not a too. safe space, and you need to publicly apologize I, by Monday. I am apologizing now. I'm sorry to everyone who had to hear that. <laughs> um, D Dylan, what's your opinion on that? You, ha We haven't heard much from you yet. Dylan, we want to talk to you. I'm thinking. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, then, while you're thinking, um, what's uh, your preferred motherboard? I mean, I, I know you're not a slave to a brand, but if you if budget was not an option, what is the motherboard you would pick every time, Eric? I'd pick Gigabit every time. Gigabit? Can I ask yep. why? Because I'm shallow and they look good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's all you really need isn't it yeah because at the end of the day you look at your computer and it's uh it's supposed to be aesthetically pleasing as well as kick ass you know i cannot disagree with that statement yeah like i was whenever i was building mine i was like all right i don't want any rgb lighting that's that's stupid i hate it and i was looking at colorless fans and i was like oh yeah these are cool yeah yeah and then i looked like on Amazon, like the next one down was like red lights, and they were like two dollars cheaper. I was like, ah, damn it, <laughs> gotta go with a red. So my whole case is red. Everything's red. All my lights are red. I even changed my graphics card All to be red. red. I mean, I can make it whatever color I want, but there's so much red in my case, you can't even see it do its rainbow thing. <laughs> I know myself. I uh been. Lean, I lean more towards Asus, but that's only because that's what I've had for any laptop I've owned has been Asus. Mostly they've been hand-me-downs. They've always treated me well, so that's what I went with in uh, my my baby. Yeah, I went with Asus. Something I'm familiar with, something I think that I, I, I'll understand better. Yeah, and I think at a certain price range... It doesn't matter what brand it is. I mean, for us in the budget community, a $100 motherboard compared to another $100 motherboard, like an ASRock versus a Gigabit versus an Acer, uh, there there could be world of differences between those two, between those three. So those are, that's just something you have to figure out for yourself. Or if you have a brand loyalty with Gigabit, go for it. You know, that's whatever tickles your fancy. Yeah, exactly. I uh Oh, I I uh I honestly don't know. Um I was I'm still every time I look at it, I'm just in total shock and awe of its utter size and I just cannot wait to plug it in for the first time like a kid on Christmas right now. I'm excited for you. I'm kind of jittery right now. Oh, I'll, I'll <laughs> definitely uh make sure I get a video of the uh, LEDs coming on and all that for the first time. I will not take that away from, i'll probably just go live with my camera and just show everyone who's on discord to uh just let everyone enjoy the just i'm not going to say it in a weird way just turning it on for the first time yeah God, I could... so did uh, you name it no i haven't but have you uh have you thought enough dylan can you answer my question now Repeat your question, because my dog made a noise when you said it, so I brain farted and panicked. God, that's a great question. Um, I think I, 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 my brain power is running real low today. I forgot what I asked, but I'm pretty sure it was something along the lines of, uh, your preferred, uh, 
motherboard brand and you're saying like are you loyal to one brand or another or what's your what's your take on all that i've only ever had one desktop that's the one i currently have i went through a build a pc website i don't know pc parts like that i actually went through drew and i basically went through and picked a bunch of parts that fit within my price range and then i sent it over to drew and said hey how does all this look what should i switch out what do you think would be better because when I built the current PC I have now, I was aiming for something that could run games at a decent level and could also run, like, editing and art programs. Because at the time, I was trying to get into digital art and stuff like that. So I really don't have a preferred brand. It's whatever works, works. Whatever's in your budget, go for it. You can always switch it out and change it later. Yeah, that's true. That's hard, hard to argue with that assessment. Um, just be only because, um, this, I, we, as much as I'd love to turn this into a PC talking episode, um, my, my computer does come, did come with a Wi-Fi 6 antenna and capability for Wi-Fi 6 whenever that is available to the, uh, GP, the uh, general public. Nice. And, um... <laughs> I, I I honestly don't know if I should be excited about that or not. I just I will be honest. I forgot what Wi-Fi six is. I just know it's better than Wi-Fi five. And that's that, all you need to know. Yeah, and that's all my monkey brain needs to know is that six is bigger than five, and it's gonna run better and faster and smoother, and everyone's gonna be happy, and everyone's you know, it's just gonna be a good day when that happens, and no one's gonna be transmitting thoughts into our brain. I'm not going to have to wear aluminum foil on my head like I normally do. It's just going to be... Time for me to come back. (laughs) Put the foil on. It's the end of the world. Wi-Fi 6. It's always the end of the world here. Especially when you let three lunatics take control of a podcast for 20 minutes. From what I could hear, it didn't sound bad at all. I think it was all, all good. I kept to myself... I definitely le- leaned heavily on a computer as I am staring at my magnificent child here. It, it is truly the size and weight of a child. And I just, that's the only thing I have in my head right now is just the excitement of plugging it in and running it for the first time. Oh, you still haven't done that. I, oh, I got I home, home from work, yeah. Yeah, I got home from work, uh, turn my laptop on because it takes five years to turn on because it's uh it's old and cold so um it didn't want to turn on correctly and i started unboxing and i did all the satisfying peeling of the uh protective paper on the glass and everything and it just it dinged all the right boxes after a very long day at work yeah that's arousing all to itself oh you have no idea and it, it even came with <clears throat> quote-unquote free keyboard and mouse that definitely wasn't added on to the pricing of the computer. Why would it be? It's obviously um, free. Uh, yeah, if it says free, <laughs> it has to be free. Exactly, it said free. That's all that you. That's all that you need to worry about is that it said free on the website, and there's no way they didn't already count for the pricing in their, you know, money they're making off the parts. Yeah. Because why would they? And I can't say, I, I was pretty happy to open the box, and I have an entire bag full of extra parts and components for um 
I have a couple extra mounting brackets, some extra thermal paste, and random screws and whatnot. So I'm assuming that's for when I inevitably break something in this. Um, I'll be able to put it back together in some Ooh. way, shape, or form if my warranty is expired, which I paid for like a five-year warranty on this thing. So you have spare parts in the event that you need them. Well, spare hardware, spare parts would be even better. <laughs> yeah, I guess hardware. <laughs> Could you imagine if they sent you an extra of each one of your fucking... <laughs> <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you get two video cards, two motherboards, two <laughs> graphics cards, it'd just be great. <laughs> if only... What do you mean it was too much? I don't think it was. That's a steal of a lifetime, honestly. And you're probably getting scammed at that point. <laughs> it, it'll be like when you buy the, uh, when you think you're buying Adidas off that one website, but it comes in, it has six stripes instead of three. <laughs> I've been so tempted to look and buy something off a wish like that, like a computer or a tablet and just see what they actually send me. Oh, I would love to do that with you. Whenever you plan your visit up, we'll have to try to correspond the shitty wish delivery services. Uh, the to... four-week and two-year wait list? Yeah, exactly. Or at least I'll order one when you're ready to come up. Or I'll order one with my next paycheck, and when you come up, we'll unbox it and see what it truly is. <laughs> that with um, Amazon. Or not Amazon, uh, eBay. I was looking to buy a, an actual gaming monitor, and I found one on eBay. I was like, yes, I'm going to get it. they sent you a picture. Well, there was a lot of red flags. It was This monitor was like regular retail, like five or $600, but they had it on eBay for $50. I was like, this is totally a scam, but I want to <laughs> see what they send me. And uh, I waited two weeks for nothing to show up. Absolutely nothing showed up, and I had talked to eBay about it, and they were like, yeah, we can refund all that. I was like, this is such crap. I wanted, I just wanted them to send me anything. <laughs> a picture of what it would be in a box. Like, I just, I'm so curious. A hand-drawn picture of a middle finger would have been better than nothing. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> look at the camera real quick. Oh, Dylan. Are we doing camera things? Is that what we're, like, what are we doing? I'm not doing that. I, no, I'm not either. Turn the camera off yet, so you know, just letting it run. This might be a tech episode, but I'm not turning on my camera. All right. Well, on that note, I think it's a good time for an ad break. We will be right back. Our last two sponsors of the day are Audible and CodeMonkey. Audible is a wonderful application in which you are able to combine your love of audiobooks and your love of podcasts all in one streamlined place. I have been using Audible for about two months now and I have to say the experience has been tremendous. I have found that being somebody that's constantly on the go, having one generalized place to find all of my entertainment whether I'm traveling in the car or listening at work, it has really made my life a little bit easier because I can find everything I'm looking for in one spot and I'm never missing out. I'm staying on top of current things, current events with my podcasts, and I'm making progress on the books that I want to read. 
we here at Speakeasy Productions and Let's Be Nerds are proud to offer you a 30-day trial with a free credit. All you have to do is click the link in the description box below and you can sign up now and try it for yourself. Let us know what you think because we're pretty proud of this program. CodeMonkey is a very important application. We all know that children are the future and CodeMonkey is taking that very seriously. With programs for both parents and teachers, this is a fun, interactive way for children to learn coding while gaming. Yes, you heard that right, coding. Teach them young and help them prepare for their future careers in this ever-changing technology environment. CodeMonkey is first in its class in its fun and educational software. We would love for you to give it a try. The link for the the link for it will be in the description box below, and please let us know what you think. I am extremely proud to work with them because I believe that they have a very similar vision that I, I and my co-host share. Children are the future, and we need to educate them and get them better prepared for the job market ahead. With that being said, thank you Audible and thank you Code Monkey for making this podcast possible. Internet privacy and internet security are two very hot-button issues. Any active user of the internet understands that you are always taking a risk, whether it be your private Wi-Fi at home or a public Wi-Fi connection. You are always at risk for somebody potentially hacking and breaching your data. That's why we here at Speakeasy Productions and Let's Be Nerds have partnered with NordVPN. We believe the services that they offer are of tremendous value. We believe they have a customer-focused service regarding your internet security and your internet privacy, and we support them 100%. If you click the link in the description box below, you can see the services that we are able to offer to our listeners through NordVPN at somewhat of a discount in order to better secure your internet experience. Help us support the show and support NordVPN and the incredible work that they're doing by clicking that link down below. And we're back. Okay, so Dylan, you want to talk about a little bit of tech in a different aspect of a different industry, and I want to hear what you have to say. Yeah, so topic i brought with me today is i'm honestly i'm not a huge computer tech nerd i know enough to sit there and listen to people talk about it who know a lot more like the the whole first half i understood bits and pieces but the moment gordon turned to me and said hey what's your opinion i'm like i don't have an opinion i'm just here but my topic is kind of the advancement of technology in the animation world and the special effects world Okay. It has come so far in such little time that people sitting at home can do better effects than the million dollars that were spent on movies like 20 years ago. Like just I, like me or Gordon could download something, download a couple key files, and we could make a 15-minute film that looks better than the original Star Wars. Mm-hmm. For a court for just pennies compared to what they had to spend to even 
get Star Wars or any kind of movie like that off the ground years ago. I.e., what is Adobe or the free versions of them that you can get. Exactly. And then look at um, digital art in itself has come so far. Digital art used to be pretty much one of the worst things you could ever look at. It took forever to get any good at it. Now you pretty much can walk into any uh, tech store and there'll be about 15 different drawing tablets you can use. Um, it's affected tattoo artists in a way. Like my tattoo artist was just talking to me about it the other day. He's like, yeah, I watch my, uh, the other guy I work with, he still does a light table and tracing and stuff like that when it comes to doing his art. And he's like, I just pull up my tablet, I download the key um, files I need to look at, and he's like, and then I can have it done in like 10 minutes while he spends an hour prepping for a tattoo. So it's, it's really changed um, how artists can elevate and complete art. I think it's really cool how easy and accessible that is. Like we were talking about earlier... I built my PC for art and gaming. Gordon, you said you built yours just for gaming. Eric, you built Frankenstein. <laughs> yes, I did. Mine so, built mainly for gaming, but it's definitely also built for our the creative side for the podcast. See? Now, 20 years ago, if you went somewhere and said, I'm going to build a computer to record things, they'd look at you like you were insane. That's a good point. Yeah. They still look at me like I'm insane, though, so... Well, that's it's because your eye is twitching, and you're, like, three feet tall. So... The sweatpants on the water. What? I said we're the same height, Dylan. Okay, and? It doesn't mean that you don't look crazy in public. I don't understand what you're saying. Oh. Anyway, Dylan, go on. Just... just... Well, I mean, I, I, like I said, it was just a really short topic and just me like expressing my opinions. What, what is everyone else's take? What is something you think 20 years ago of technology within the movie industry or any kind of industry, if you were to go back and walk up and say, hey, can I do this? What kind of looks would you get? Um, simple green screen work. Mm-hmm. That, that has adapted so far to... I'm pretty sure like the entirety of the Marvel film was filmed in one giant blue screen room and that even 10 years ago probably would have looked like bringing that up would make you look crazy like you want us just to film in a big ass empty room with a blue screen and you know make it look real um whole CGI like to go off of what you're saying like whole CGI characters Actors lend the voices. They have this, um, the the CGI work based on like the person that will be like the stand-in. I believe it, they call it. That's insane. That that would have not been a thing. Yeah, the CG. I know. Um, what was it? Star Wars was um, with uh, Jar Jar was the first. Uh... Fully CG character in any movie, right? Yep, he was. And everyone thought George Lucas was insane for doing a whole character like that, but look what it inspired for so many other people to do with CG. I mean, Jar Jar still sucks, but you are right. Well, also, look at what has uh, mocap. Look how far mocap has come. Yeah. Yeah. 
and how many companies within video games, production companies for movies, TV shows, just your simple commercials are now using that technology that was once just a pipe dream or they had to write such a complex code to even run half a program to do such a thing. Um, an example, you can just uh, look at the video game Doom, for example. You, you, you still can run the original Doom on anything. I don't think there is, there is little that that game has not been ran on compared to you couldn't do that with the game as it is now, Doom Eternal that came out. That that game just takes up too much space, but it's a show of how much they've advanced from a game that I can literally play on my graphing calculator to what it is today. Did you see some guy has rats playing Doom now? Yes. It's awesome. <laughs> and it makes me feel bad. <laughs> At least they will grow up with good Christian values. Yes, and they play video games better than Lizette or Delaney. <laughs> that is true. Um, and for those of you that are listening, uh, with Dylan's last segment, I believe you were re- you were just referring to motion capture, correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah, because you said mocap. So I just just for those that are listening that are unfamiliar, like the yep. process of motion capture is what he was referring to. Yeah, you, you wear a black suit, they put these uh, little balls that act as sensors at pretty much each of your joints just so they can pretty much record your full body motion and they can copy it. Because it used to be they would have to record somebody doing something and then the artists or the animators would have to go back and take it frame by frame and cut out the motions, the poses, and things they need. And it would be such a time-consuming process. Compared to now with mocap, you get the, your stunt actor to wear it, run around, jump around, do whatever. Then you pretty much wait your computer to load it up, and boom, you've got it. Um, and just to put that into more of a perspective for everyone, um, what used to be almost exclusive towards movies and all that are now being used in everyday video games. And granted, it costs a lot of money. You can buy one for your own house. You can you can buy one for yourself and ha- set it up in your room and do all that yourself. Wow. Granted, I'm pretty sure it costs like 50 grand. And the only YouTuber I currently know that was fortunate enough to have it, I believe was sponsored. His name is the Russian Badger and fucking hilarious. I love that, but man. It, it truly shows that this technology, granted it might be a bit expensive now, is available to anyone with the means to procure it. It's trickling down to becoming more major, like more everyday. I'm sure within the within the next fifty years, I say such a long time because you never really know what technology's gonna what's gonna happen with technology. It could be a lot sooner. But I say that with a in at least the next fifty years, technology like that will hopefully be available at Walmart for like anyone to use. Yep, and we're gonna be up to the next and biggest thing that they're that's at the top and the cycle will just kinda continue. And hopefully by that point, um we'll also have full dive VR systems where 
we won't get into that actually. That that's be a really long another time. <laughs> yeah. We can go on for hours about that. Yeah, we probably do need to have a VR discussion soon. I I do agree. I I have some Oh, I have some beautiful things to talk about with VR. I love it so much. It's so fun. So, with that being said, let's uh Eric, do you want to kick off what you wanted to bring to the table? Yeah. I kind of touched on it a little bit whenever uh Gordon and I were talking about building PCs and stuff like that, but I I I kind of want to stress to a lot of people about upgrading their PCs uh either too soon or completely unnecessarily. As uh, as we all know, like the the latest gen of graphics cards just dropped. You know the uh, the sixty eight hundreds for AMD and the the three thousand series for Nvidia. They just dropped, and they're powerful cards. They're great cards. Uh, don't get me wrong. I would take one if somebody gave me one, but I'm not spending three grand on one. And uh, I have a very nice setup as it is. It does everything I need to. It runs any game I want, no questions asked. And I looked into purchasing one of the new cards, you know, for I was going to shell out three grand. I was like, yes, let's let's make this upgrade. Let's make my life even better. And I did some research on them. And from what I saw, you can only get so fast. Okay, let's lay this down right now. You can only get so fast with your graphics cards, so fast with your processors that it's complete overkill to have more. And, you know, we're most of us are Americans, and that's kind of our, our, our battle cry is we want more, we want more, we want better. But you have to look at it in the perspective of, is this that much better? An average person like us, we're not content creators, we're not professional video gamers, we don't need that extra millisecond of refresh time and response time. We don't need that. It, my graphics card and keyboard and mouse and monitor, I might have a, a three millisecond delay, which is way better than what my first rig was. <laughs> you know, it, yeah. my first rig was terrible. My graphics card wouldn't render for like a full 20 seconds whenever I was trying to play Call of Duty. You know, at that point, yeah, upgrade. But going from, say, my graphics card, a 5700 XT AMD, to a 6800 XT, there's there's a major improvement, yes, but it's not cost-effective. Okay. Looking at the numbers, if you're already gaming at 2K, 120 frames per second, there's no need for you to buy a graphics card that can hit anything higher than 120 frames per second. And I know those, you know, FPS frames per second snobs are like, well, yeah, well, I can get even more. But why? Your eyes and your brain cannot process that much. And just about to you, say that. Yeah, you, don't let these pro gamers lie to you. They're they're sponsored by these companies. They're sponsored by them to endorse their product. Because they get a free rig from AMD, NVIDIA, or Intel. Yeah, you know, 
of course they can say, yeah, you need to go out and buy this because they didn't have to spend the money on it. <laughs> you know, yes. mm-hmm. it, it's always just, look for that uh, paid promotion tag. Yeah, and I, I mean, I honestly don't think a lot of them do it on purpose, you know, but it's still just because you have a ten thousand dollar computer with four graphics cards and it crossfired together and you can hit 2,000 frames per second does not mean you're going to be better at Call of Duty. If you were trash before, you're going to be trash after you drop 10 grand. So really evaluate your life, your play style, how much time you're willing to spend in computers, and if it's going to be a legitimate source of income for you. For me, video gaming is not a legitimate source of income. I still wake up every day and go to work and I make my money at my job. I haven't even considered monetizing myself to make money off of having people watch me play RuneScape or suck really bad at Call of Duty. You know, <laughs> maybe at that point, if, you know, I'd start a GoFundMe or I start a YouTube channel and they're like, look how terrible this guy is, you know, and they start feeding me money through my uh, subscribers. Yeah, maybe I'll start upgrading my rig, but. I'm still going to suck. <laughs> That's quite the way to look at it. We should start a uh, gaming channel where it's just the four of us being really bad at video games. Oh, I would be so good at that. <laughs> we so would bring in so bad. many people criticizing us and telling us how to play better. It would, it's, it's, the perf- it's perfect right there. You can call me the rage machine. <laughs> We're going to play our trap cards and fucking just take, every, take all of YouTube's money. Put Susan says every YouTuber um, ever in her place, or how do you say your name? Lumberjack. <laughs> Lumberjack. Lumberjack. I don't know. I always just say Lumberjack. Anyway, but I like. I kind of like where you're coming from, Eric. It's like be realistic about what your goals are, what you're actually capable of, and like you know that that upgraded <laughs> system isn't necessarily going to change the fact that you fucking still suck. Like I, yeah. I like that. Yeah. yeah, and I ran into that whenever I was upgrading my rig. I was like, yeah, I'm definitely, yeah, I bought a better graphics card. One, I needed it. It was, that was a true upgrade. I had to get a better graphics card to even get any sort of performance out of the game to make it mildly enjoyable. But I still sucked. But I could at least see how bad I sucked in <laughs> 2K. You know, 120 frames per second. 144 hertz at the very peak of some humans. Yeah, like, I have a 144 hertz monitor. And, like, I was diving into all the specs of picking out a monitor. Because that was now the weak link of my system. Was picking out a monitor. And I felt so much pressure. I was like, oh, I have to get this monitor. I have to get that monitor. And uh, I don't know if I can shout them out. I'm going to. Hardware unboxed. Awesome channel. Absolutely love those guys. They do amazing in-depth uh, product reviews on ev- you know, anything computer-based. Uh, and you know, they'll break down everything. You know, uh, if a monitor says it has a one millisecond delay, I check with these guys first. I type in the specs, you know, the, the brand and everything in the model. And they're like, nope, this actually has an eight-second gray-to-gray response time at this overclock on the monitor, so it's not really that one millisecond response time. And I looked at all that stuff, and I was crunching all these numbers and getting really stressed. And at the end of the day, I 
found on Newegg there was a deal on this monitor that I'm currently using. And I was like, yeah, whatever. I don't care. I'm done researching it. And going from the monitor I used to use, which is a, a little Dell monitor that only got 720p, to this monitor that I'm currently using that's uh, a 144 hertz 2K monitor, it's a world of difference. And I am happy as hell with it. I don't know what the other life would be if I bought the 4K monitor for $1,000. I bought this monitor for $300. So you're, I, I'm not missing something I never had. Yeah, it know. is yeah, a big know. thing about it. If you've never seen the game in 4K, 200 frames per second, then you're not going to miss not having that game in 4K, 200 hertz. Yeah, you know, two hundred mm. frames per second. So go with whatever's in your budget. Like that, I, I, I watch all these reviews and I see all these YouTubers and they just stress so much. You have to buy this component, that component, and it. At the end of the day, it it tallies up to be over five or six thousand dollars for the rigs that these guys are using. And realistically, that's not a normal person doesn't need that at all. No. And you know. Uh, that's just kind of my rant on it, you know. Let me say it. I'll die on this hill that <laughs> I'm not going to upgrade my computer for another five years until either A, my card craps out, B, my processor craps out, or C, somebody steals all my stuff. You know, there's no reason for me to upgrade. Yeah, it's getting to the point now where the companies are hitting physical human limits to see or feel any real difference in what they're coming out with that it's going to have to take a large jump to I think convince anyone to upgrade within the next 5 to 10 years oh wow then again you, you still see people that will go oh my gosh the 3000 series of yep. NVIDIA came out I have to buy it like no you don't <laughs> I mean, I can't say much. I did upgrade mine in, into my computer, but then again, I didn't. I didn't have a computer beforehand, so it wasn't you know, going from something that I had is going from another hundred dollars. I might as well. I'm spending the money. Yeah, and that's perfectly fine. Yeah. You know, if you're going from nothing to having something amazing, it, you're gonna notice it. But if you're already going from spectacular to superb, you're not going to notice it. Like, if you... Let me jump back to the Wi-Fi rant I gave. If you're going from a... Uh, an Aston Martin to a Lamborghini, you're not going to notice that top-end speed because it's already fantastic. You know, it's already beyond what you can possibly comprehend in the and how fast it is and all the luxury features. You know, you're not going to notice the difference. You're not going to notice it. And to drop thousands of dollars into these things is, it's almost ridiculous. It's way, way over the top. Yeah. But Yeah, I uh, I think it's, sorry to interrupt, but I, I do think it's insane that people, and I, because I, I was looking at the prices when I was looking for computers and what I wanted to add. The 3090, I think the best on the, uh, uh, RTX models right now is almost four grand, and that's yeah. like pre-ordering it for like three months in advance. Yeah, because of how the shortage is on chips and everything. I, I can't see where it's worth. 
buying a graphics card that is worth essentially two decent uh, computers or one spectacular computer for just the graphics card that that's that is too much money to spend on one thing but then again you see people dumping 10 grand into a system and getting that stuff and there's no difference in the videos they upload or and i highly doubt that they can see any difference they just have to say it because they probably were sponsored to get it yeah like what eric said yeah, I, I, I did I just had to repeat that to put emphasis on. For the people yeah. that I hope there's probably more people who have never who might be looking into this kind of stuff, who has never owned one and are being influenced by these large YouTubers to get these things. It's it's not worth it. Don't spend all your money on just if you can find a deal on something that's a different story, but it's not worth spending three grand on a graphics card when, in all honesty, um, I spent about two grand on this computer. That's only because I upgraded a couple bits and pieces here and there. Before that, it was only eighteen or eighteen hundred dollars. That is a reasonable price, I think, to spend on a computer if you're going to be using it as much as I do. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I, I support that a hundred percent. And it's just. In what world can you, our listeners, see yourselves dropping more than that on a computer? Unless this is truly you want to get into streaming and all that. I there, It is not worth your money. It is not worth the debt that you will eventually put yourself in to get the best of the best. Because you can still get the exact same performance to our human knowledge and eyes and brain and how everything works with us you're going to get the same thing and knock off so much money from your final product by just going with something that is at the human limit of 120 frames per second or 144 hertz and not bothering to go up until there is something noticeable until there's a noticeable difference which i can't say will i don't know if that will happen honestly because human can't really break the human limit. You'd have to, you know, do some genetic crap for that. <laughs> Ultra. Yeah, and I and I will say a lot of the the professional gamers out there, they do have much faster response time, you know, physical response time than us normal humans who occasionally play video games. You know, they they'll notice a like a little bit, but. Even then, I was watching YouTube videos on um, resolution and FPS versus, you know, the ups and downs. You know, 60 FPS at uh, 1080p and uh, 100 or 200 hertz refresh rate monitor with 1080p, and then 4K gaming at 60 hertz, and then 4K gaming at 200 hertz, and you know, they had professional gamers on there and they had recreational players on there. So they had a good balance, a good control group. You know, they did it really properly. And at the end of the day, everybody kind of landed, honestly, they all kind of landed in the 2K margin. Uh, but none of them could definitively say which one was actually better. The difference between 1080p at, well, lower refresh rate kind of sucked, but 1080p at high refresh rate 
and 4K at middle to high refresh rate, they they all seem to you know fall into the same category of there's no real difference. I mean, minor picture quality, but even at 1080p at 200 frames per second, 200 hertz, you're better off than a guy with a 4K monitor that only does 60 frames, you know, 60 hertz, because you're just getting a slighter refresh time. But even then, it you really have to, like we keep saying, evaluate your life. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Do, do I want to research? Say, yeah, do yes. your research. It's called Google. It's free. You know. <laughs> Or don't even worry about that. Find a budget that works for you and go with a pre-built. Yeah, pre-builts, they never hurt anybody. I know a lot of people have pre-builts, and you know, they're just as good as a computer you build yourself. There's and, no reason for you to shy away from a pre-build, especially with a chip shortage now. And especially, um, I'm not sure about Steve so much as me, Dylan, and Eric can all say, it is not worth the extra bragging points you get to build your own computer because the chances are you will mess something up and you will cost yourself more money in the long run yes just pretty much (laughs) go for it if you're gonna go for it go pre-built and after that after you get comfortable with your pre-built and how it works when you take it apart to clean it if you you know if you work if you are somewhere where you need to clean it once you get comfortable with something that you've owned for a long time, then and only then can you would I say you should be comfortable enough to see yourself possibly building your own. There are some exceptions, like for Eric's case, Eric has been around this technology stuff pretty much. It's you've done this as your job for a while, right, Eric? I mean, granted, oh, yeah. um, not going to say any names because. I know I can't, but the type it of work you're doing now. Yeah, it doesn't really fall into my job description, but I make it fall into my job description sometimes if somebody has questions about it. Like, yeah, I'll tear that apart. Yeah, <laughs> it, it works well for you and your customers. And unless you are predisposed to the kind of knowledge it takes to do... to, to if Unless you have the knowledge already to build... And you are confident in your abilities. I always recommend pre-built. No matter what anyone else says. Don't let them peer pressure or bully you into getting a... um Or building your own. Because it's it's just not worth the risk. The risk to reward ratio is... Just isn't something that you should deal with. It's yeah. not worth it. And it's always more expensive to... As of right now, it is more expensive to build. For example, if I were to build the computer I bought, it would be more expensive than to buy it how I did. Which is simply because the shortages of the materials to build these have inflated prices for us consumers. But businesses like iBuyPower buying batches in bulk to build computers get the everyday normal price still to an extent yeah they're able to buy it directly from the manufacturer and that allows them to get it much cheaper and allow allow them to sell it at a allow them to sell it at a, a 
bigger profit margin for them while also making it cheaper than going out and buying it yourself. That's kind of crazy to think about. Yeah, I think I said that right. Um, the people yeah. who are more declined to that type of speak can tell me I am using some words I don't normally use today. No, I mean, it sounded like I, you were correct in how you ordered it. That's good. I'm always worried when I use te- terminology that I'm not quite familiar with. <laughs> well, gentlemen, is there anything else that we want to hit on the tech front? I honestly, I think we did a good job today, and I think everyone should be looking forward to the next time we do this because no matter how much we say, we probably won't. It's always going to come up at some point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I agree. I think that uh, this is going to be a recurring theme. Um, but I want to thank you guys for being here. And for those of you listening, we appreciate you listening. Um, if you are going through any kind of tech situation that we touched on today and you want to uh, ask any questions or get some advice or even if you just want to come show off your build or whatever the case may be, the place to do that is on our Discord server, which is linked below. Um we will be more than happy to take a look at what you got. If you need any questions asked, I'm sure these gentlemen would be willing to help wherever they can. So with that being said, I want to thank our sponsors. I want to thank uh, the audience for being here once again, and we will see you guys in the next episode.